Discover a healthier, happier you with Veganuary 2024. Your health isn't just small potatoes, it's a big deal. So this January, you are invited to make a change that matters by trying Veganuary's 31-Day Vegan Challenge. Switching to a plant-based diet reduces your carbon footprint and makes a positive impact for animals. Every meal is a vote for the kind of world you want to create. Ready to make a change? Sign up today at Veganuary.com. Vote for veggies. TSC Unleashed is available on YouTube. Find TSC Unleashed. All the latest news, football, basketball, boxing, and entertainment news. We cover it all on TSC Unleashed. Every week, please feel free to subscribe to TSC Unleashed on YouTube. Pro Cafe, that's right. Pro Cafe is your new number one source for 24-7, seven-day-a-week, lo-fi music, and more. Whether you're hard at work or hard at play, let Pro Cafe be your life soundtrack. Subscribe now at Pro Cafe on YouTube. Peace. This video is sponsored by ExpressVPN. Sending data over an encrypted internet connection is like sending a postcard that everybody can see. When you're connected to an unencrypted network, whether that's your phone, your computer, your tablet, your TV, etc. You're sending countless pieces of really precious data that can be seen or intercepted by all, all sort of parties before it reaches its intended destination. But a VPN or a virtual private network creates a secure tunnel between your device and the internet. In other words, it puts an envelope around your postcard so they can't sneak a peek at your private correspondence. The ExpressVPN protects you from spies who use your data for their own nefarious purposes. ExpressVPN prevents your ISP from seeing your private browsing activity. It also stops governments and large corporations and websites that constantly surveil you and harvest your data for their own agendas. ExpressVPN gives you unrestricted access to all parts of the internet so you can watch shows in other countries and even get certain discounts. So to get ExpressVPN, just click the link below. When you use the Pelican Postscan report, you get three, that's right, three months free of ExpressVPN. Hit the link now and get connected.
Talk from your favorite sports fam. We up in this thing. Shout out to the Who That Nation. We up in this thing. The Great Saint Thank Tank. We representing peace to the fam. Appreciate all of y'all for being in the building. Please feel free to hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button, family. And feel free to join uh, this show as well. Now, they got a link in the chat, family, that we're going to check out and put together. So I got some stuff. Really, I hadn't anything prepared for you guys today. This is, would be strictly a feed in which I was going to represent and uh, open up the phone lines. I was supposed to do it Friday, busy show school, uh, uh, school, uh, stuff dealing with the kids, but we up in this thing, man. I appreciate all y'all for being here. Let me adjust my camera. If you don't mind family, there we go, baby, baby. Let me adjust it for you, baby. All right. That's much better. All right. Shout out to the fam. Appreciate y'all for being up in here. Uh, all the fam, man. Elite is Poppy 504. Darren Neek, shout out to you. My boy Scoop, what it do, pimp? Shout out to you. Dana the Queens, JT uh, is Poppy 504. BJ9, shout out to the fam, man. Nola Goon, St. Gomer, Myron, uh, Mont Dog, Roll. Good to see you, fam. Appreciate y'all all for being in the stream. What's popping, baby? Baby, what's popping? All right, so listen, like I said, this is a strictly a call in show. If you guys want to chime in, the link is pinned to the chat. This is strictly a, a Q&A show. So if you want to chime in, you can feel free uh, to chime in in the link in the chat. Or you can simply just throw a question in the chat for what we're dealing with the, with the Who That Nation. So pretty much all it is is what it is. And, of course, we are, man, listen, it's, it's the 16th today. We still have about a, about a week and some change, man. Before we get going with this draft, and I'm really like just I'm I'm at my wits end with these mock drafts, man. Y'all know I'm not a really uh, uh guy that loves to do too many mock drafts. I think I'm at number ten right now. They got guys that do like twenty. You doing that many? It's like you taking all of the all of the razzmatazz out of it. You know what I mean, family? It's like all the damn razzmatazz out of that thing when you got that many damn drafts. So not really too much like liking the mock drafts a lot, but. You know, but at the same time, man, I just like the Q&As, the, the, the engagement with the family members kind of helps me out as well. So shout out to the fam. And this is uh, I haven't done one of these shows in a while. So if the family members want to chime in, they can feel free to chime in. Link in the chat. So y'all can feel free to pop in here. All right. What's up, Louisiana, man? Shout out to your fam. Appreciate you. All right. St. Gomber says greetings from. Uh, a lot, oh, from L.A. Okay, cool. Shout out to you, bro. Good to see you, man, out there, formerly known as Anthony R. from Burbank. Okay, cool, Anthony. Appreciate you, bro, from, uh, for chiming in this thing. Much love. <laughs> All right. All right. My dog said, <laughs> Mickey attending this Q&A. I don't know, man. Mickey might pop in here. You never know, bro. You know how it go, bro. Mickey might pop up here and surprise you. You never know how Mickey is. He done got his rest. You know, he took a cat nap. And Mickey, he might be, he got a lot of energy, so you might be good to go. <laughs> Molly Mall, shout out to you. Shout out to the Facebook, the Instagram, the Reddit, and also the, I'm leaving somebody out here, Twitter, the Twitter family. Shout out to everybody. Big ups to you. What's up, Daniel? Shout out to you. OG Jerry Paul. What's up, brother Jerry? So anyway, family, if y'all want, uh, feel free to pop in. Like I said, man, links pinned to the chat in the Q&A you won't have. Feel free to talk about it. So 
let's just go over the, the, the some of the things we talked about kind of during a brief recap of what the Saints did. And we know this as we get kind of getting tuned up for this upcoming week. And then the 27th, the 28th, and 29th, I believe, is the draft days. Well, we, we'll be having a full stream. Um, and I've been doing this for some time now when we've been doing the, the straight up all out NFL um, draft specials where we just be up in that thing for hours, man. So, you know, we going to do that, man. And I remember the, what, it's a couple hours, two or three hours on week, the, the, uh, what, round one and then round two and three is like about three or four, five hours. No, three, four, somewhere three hours. And then the uh, rounds three through seven is like, like five hours. Then right after that, we hang on and then we get, you know, Q&A from the fam and then, you know, some live chat. And then we even go from that to like right at that time, St. Twitter being be just lighting up because the Saints be announcing and agents and people be announcing that the Saints sign uh, undrafted people. And then a couple of days later, we'll have the full list of who the Saints uh, added to their undrafted ranks because it'd be like a second draft for us when we get our undrafted guys because of how important they are to what we do as a team. So that undrafted area is really big for the team anyway. So shout out. All right. Appreciate the fan for being here. Shout out fan. Appreciate y'all. All right. All right. Let's get going in this thing, fam. Let me share the, uh, the, 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 uh, the chat. We're going to go after, hold on here. Let me fix this right quick. fam. Hold on. Give me just a second here. Yeah. We're going to go. All right, just a second. And, uh, yeah, this is one of the things we talk about, too, looking at the Saints depth chart. Let me go ahead on and get on that. I'm going to share the screen with the family members with that. All right, hold on here. Hold on here. Give me just a second, fam. All right. All right, there we go. This thing likes to reset every now and again. All right, so anyway, this is the – here it is, the depth chart for the black and gold. As we go into the draft, we know what we got to do. We know what we're facing with. So not really too many surprises, which is a good thing for the Saints. Also, you know, we hear about the talk about the Saints could potentially be on Hard Knock Life, uh, the Hard Knock series, which, you know, I don't care what the record is for pe- people that go on there and they say this is a, it's a distraction. But, you know, the Saints would be wise to avoid any extra uh, distraction. I think, uh, but you never know how that will shake up. I don't really have too much to say about that. I just think that if you're a successful team, you have to be able to know how to deal with every and all distractions if you're trying to win. So the hard knock thing don't really mean too much to me. Shout out to your vulture mode. Good to see you, fam. Appreciate you being here. Much love. JT, I see you, fam. Much love. Sir Rogers, shout out to you, Brian. What's happening, fam? Shout out to you as well. All right, who that do? Much love, fam. Appreciate you. All right, so yeah, let's get into it. And you can see right here that uh, with the the Saints' biggest move, the card thing, Jameis coming back to the squad as well. They got Taysom as a third, uh, a quarterback in a situation where people anticipate that he'll still, they'll still run the Taysom Hill packages. Hopefully he can do a little bit better with that. Elvin Kamara's here facing his legal stuff coming up uh, down the line. Uh, We'll see how, how all that shake out. A lot of people anticipate him you know, he, that he might be doing some time, maybe six to eight games away. We'll find out. Then again, he could come out and, and actually win this thing. You know, crazier things have happened. There's always a chance. Jamal Williams is brought in as a great replacement. And remember, this is definitely upgrade. 
than what we had last year with Michael Thomas and whoever else we had thrown up in there, you know. Uh, uh, Johnson, he was another guy that the Saints had. and But Jamal Williams seems to be a guy that's going to actually be a serious compliment to Alvin Kamara once he does return from whatever suspension or if he does anything at all. So, you know, that was all positive and good. Chris Olave's going to level it up. Michael Thomas is in the prove year. Uh, you know, he hadn't played a lot of football. You know, hopefully he can get right to the, you know, into the meat and potatoes and handle his business. Rashid Shaheed, I heard the interview with him talking up. Uh, he, you know, this kid is uh had came on like he was he was made to do this stuff and he looks phenomenal. Uh, he's he's going to improve his route running. He has speed. He's a playmaker for the Saints and he was one of the bright spots of the team the Saints found when Mike Thomas went down. They dug a little deep and put him in there. Uh, and so much so that they said, you know, Deontay, you can go ahead on about your business. And then, of course, behind him, Brian Edwards' familiarity with Carr, big, another, they're probably the, he's the second biggest guy. Well, actually, he's probably the same height. He's 6'3", just like Mike Thomas is, but he's 220 pounds. So he's good at catching the ball across the middle, physical, wide out, and very familiar with Derek Carr, being that he was with the Raiders as well. So that was a smart move and a, a pretty cheap move or, or a pretty moderate move to get this guy to come here. And of course, they still will go to looking at the depth chart behind those guys with Traquan and the rest of these guys. You could definitely use somebody else. Jawan Johnson extension. Adam the Fishman Troutman is there with Taysom as a third guy. They try to bring Foster Monroe in here to see what he was going to do. Do the Saints be a little bit patient with Foster to see how he looks as we get closer to camp? Then perhaps they'll go and bring a veteran tight end in. Adam Printers right now is the fullback. Saints haven't given him any a competition yet, but they could draft somebody or find somebody in their draft the ranks to challenge him. Hopefully we can get a, 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 my thing was always asking for us to get like a, a guy, a fullback that can play tight end. He can be an H back for you. And I thought we had that guy. We picked up Alex. Uh, what's his name? Alex. Uh, uh, what's his name? Came from Carolina. Y'all remind me the kid name came from Carolina. We had him under Sean Payton. Uh, for you know, for a little bit, and we just couldn't find out how to use them, you know. But uh, anyway, the offensive line pinning, uh, Pete McCoy, Ruiz, and Ramchek, the Saints going to keep in their offensive line together. Uh, pinning is going to start. Andrews Pete uh, needs to be healthy and stay healthy throughout the season. McCoy anchors the line from the center. Cesar Ruiz improved, and really the biggest factor. People say, "Q, how about Trevor Pinning?" We need to worry about him or Andrews Pete. Really, I want Ryan Ramchek to level up. That's another thing that we really need to consider. Ryan Ramchek really needs to get up and start playing like the guy, you know, we thought he was. He got to get up off his, you know what, and start really bringing this uh, anchoring in from a, a um, leadership standpoint because I'm pretty sure Ryan Ramchek finds that nasty disposition, that nasty discipline edge that he played with in his first several years here. And him and Trevor Penning is are leading the charge, man. The Saints are going to look really good, man, because it's all really hinging on that line. Gather at the Winter Village at Cameron Run and experience the magic of the holidays with ice and lights. Enjoy a fun, unstructured outdoor family experience. Just a few minutes from Old Town Alexandria. Explore whimsical light displays, snap selfies, and take a spin on the outdoor ice rink. Book your visit early. Calendars fill fast, so make your plans with friends, visitors, guests, or that special someone today. Buy tickets today at CameronIceAndLights.com. That's CameronIceAndLights.com. 
Hey, can I tell you a secret? The secret to getting a great shave without any nicks, cuts, or irritation isn't three or four blades, a soap strip, or a swivel head. It's just supporting the blade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just supporting the blade. Don't let it flex or bend. That's the secret to limiting shaving irritation. At Henson Shaving, we use our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to keep the blade from moving. It's not the coolest answer, but it's the right one. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to hensonshaving.com holiday. To be honest, we could talk about the skill players, but really, we're not going anywhere unless that offensive line plays to a higher level. And, and I think they can. And keeping them together is, is a positive sign. Swag fan says, hey, Q, I can't call you Big Q anymore. I got to call you HQ. Eltic. <laughs> oh, man, come on, man. I'll always be. <laughs> All right, shout out to you. What's up, Kev? Kev 504, shout out to you. Much love, Swag. Appreciate you. All right, so <laughs> All right, so anyway. Yeah, that's a part of it, fair. But, yeah, that's what I talked about. Like, when you talk about the Saints O-line, uh, the continuity looks, you know, that's just, you can't get any better than that because a lot of times we talk about, uh, you know, when Carr comes in, the little, the small things, you know, the the, the small things that we talk about. Like, we, we talk about, uh, like, usually when you get a new, uh, a new quarterback, the, the small things, you know, like uh, the QB, to center exchange, that type of stuff have to be worked on. Like when we first uh, got McCoy here, you know, he had to work on that thing. So we have to be able to get that together. Carr and McCoy being on the same page when it comes down to the QB and center exchange, you know, the, the center of the QB exchange where that could be problematic. We have to worry about that. And, and of course, Derek Carr has to get familiar with the Saints O-line and the Saints offensive line if they can remain healthy, I think they can become a top 10 unit, like a top really get to an elite level top five unit. If they can stay healthy and play with the same physicality and force and discipline that previous units have used, you know what I'm saying? So another big thing to the backup offensive lineman for the, I mean, for the uh, offensive lines, the backup guys, James Hurst, the swing offensive lineman. He comes in. If there's a problem with the guard or tackle, he plays either one of those positions. I like him better at the guard position than anywhere else. And then, of course, they brought Kelvin Throckmorton. Not too crazy about Throckmorton. Landon Young has potential. Storm Norton is a guy that's good in mauling you with the run as far as the run's concerned. But when you look at the rest of the guys, you see Durant and Lewis Kidd and Coda Martin and those guys. Those are you, you, you kind of Lewis kid flashed a few things, but you're like, yeah, if you're a Saints brass, you're like, yeah, we got to do a little something on that offensive line when it comes to maybe in the draft somewhere. And then definitely in the undrafted area, we got to provide more competition. And of course, the Saints are going to bring in veteran offensive linemen like they did last year once we get uh, right before camp. So that'll be some stuff that they'll create some competition there. Now, looking at the Tight end room, we mentioned Foster Monroe, the Saints, to see what he looks like as we get close on and that he could bring a veteran tight end to the mix. And the wide receiver room, in my expectation, I think the Saints will definitely uh, draft a guy. I think you could see them drafting a guy. Like, who, who would you draft? I would rather draft a big wide receiver that has duality, a big guy that's a 6'3 guy. We talked about Ford Wheaton, you know, Bryce Ford Wheaton from West Virginia. That was That'll be a big guy. Uh, that you can bring in to help out. He should be somewhere between uh, three and five. He probably going to be going by four. 
by the fourth round. But Bryce Ford Wheaton's a big physical wide receiver that's 6'3, 220, runs a 4'3, 8 or 3'9 or whatever it is. He had a lot of good production there. He can be very valuable for the Saints because you can use him in different ways. And another veteran into the mix as well. Could we see a Jarvis Landry return? Perhaps not. Perhaps we'll find somebody else that we can bring in. The Saints always going to bring some veteran wide receiver that kind of steady the room because injuries happen. Remember, if Mike Thomas is not good to go, if something happens with Mike's and he has another setback, then that kind of thins the ranks a bit, and you got to make sure you have that next guy behind him. The running back position, we talk about it with Jamal being here, 17 rushing touchdowns last year. He was a gift and this could form probably the Saints' best tandem in a long time. Then, since we had when you've seen Elvin Kamara and and Mark Ingram operating on a higher level together, this could actually and this that's a tall order because you could put that as one of the top tandems in Saints history and probably up there in the NFL history when you put Kamara and Ingram together when it was on another level. But you still looking like Ingram could do time because not Ingram, excuse me, Kamara could do time with this whole case thing that he's dealing with the Las Vegas thing. And most certainly the saints could be looking to add running backs. They looked at a ton of running backs uh, in, during this, um, you know, this period when they were able to kind of go and scout out these running backs and they all kind of running backs that you could possibly imagine the satellite backs like uh, Ty J Spears, the uh, North South runners with skill sets like Zach Charbonnet, they got all kind of guys they were looking at. So, I'm looking at and saying the Saints looking at getting one of these really good young running backs in the draft that can plug into a third running back role, and we could have a three-back combination going on. I would love to see that out there, to be honest with you. So you move to the defense, and the defense to me, we talk about the offense, but really the defense seems to be where a lot of the questions are. We know what Cam's going to do, but Cam's getting up there. We talked about this all the time. Nate Shepard and Kalen Saunders acquisitions to replace Onyemata and Shai Tuttle from yesteryear or last year and Malcolm Roach in, in the middle there. So we anticipate in the Saints uh, run stuffing er, er, efforts to be much improved because they couldn't get any worse than what the hell they were last year. Right, fam? So we're still not done yet. We're still not done. There. It's like you, the biggest need we have got to be interior, right? Well, yes and no. Yes and no. Yes and no. Yes and no. Because really you got three. Guys, you got three new offensive uh, defensive linemen, pardon me, that's on the defensive line. You got Cam, you got Shepard, Saunders, and now Granderson. They're anticipating Granderson being there, but either way, it's between Granderson and Peyton Turner for the position. And two, two new passing you operates as another guy. Even though I would kind of switch it with Tanu, I'd probably slide him inside. Six, seven, 300 pound guy, let him play inside, let him bat balls down at the line of scrimmage from the inside. I'd rather have him. You know, at this age of his career, inside and outside, and draft somebody to play the outside position out. Then again, the Saints could approach this thing where they could bring in somebody. They can add another veteran to the mix while they say, you know what, we're not going to take another first rounder. What we're going to do is a pass rusher, which they should, to be honest with you, because even if you're not drafting a guy uh, for the Granderson versus Peyton Turner contest, you got to be drafting a guy for Cam Jordan because eventually Cam got one year on his contract. He's getting up there. You're going to need a guy to replace him anyway. So, and then another thing is, even though the Saints had 40-something sacks last year, that was pretty good. We got to continue to get the pressure on and keep the pressure on. And remember, our pressure helps our secondary because guys, when them quarterbacks feel the pressure from the Saints 
defensive line that's shooting off the edge and chasing them down, forcing them to throw the ball early when they didn't want to throw it. And all the, you know, it just causes so many problems and it helps the secondary out because the less they have to cover, there's a benefit for them. So the Saints have to be able to keep the pressure on. Now, Granderson had five and a half sacks last year. A Peyton Turner is a product we don't know what he is. So that's why I'm saying yes and no in terms of what we do with the defensive line, because that means a lot. You know, that really means a lot. It means a lot. We've got to be able to want up. If you want our secondary to continue to look good, the Saints defensive line has got to continue to get pressure on the opposing quarterback as much as we can. Now, I do think that our efforts to stop the run will be improved, but we still got to get the big uh, uh, the big uh, run stuffers to fill in that spot. So I, I, I've said it, another interior force like Amazi Smith or a, a big old Ika from uh, Baylor or maybe uh, Binu farther down from Wisconsin when you get to that point. So they got a lot of guys that'll be there. You know, it, from every portion, whether it's the first, second, or third, but I'm thinking, man, unless, you know, you find a Hendon Hooker in the second round at 40, the Saints' first two picks should be defensive line picks, whether that's tackle or defensive end or defensive end or tackle. You guys decide, but we, <laughs> we still need work there. All right, so anyway, let's move on to the linebacker core. And, of course, the Saints did, you know, re-sign Andrew Dowell and they, you know, and they have all these other guys that are mostly practice squad guys, special teams guys that we, now Andrew has good potential. We've seen him in some games a couple of years ago when he stepped in and played really well. So he has potential, uh, but Ty Summers, Nephi, Sewell, Connolly, these are uh, practice squad guys. So if something goes awry with Pete Werner, then the next man up is Zach Bowen. So do the saints feel good about Zach Bowen and where, you know, you know, their thought process is on Zach Bond. Do they really think that Zach Bond is ready to take the step? That's why they held on to him. Is Do they believe that he can have a step just like uh, like what you've seen happen with uh, Kate Nellis? Can Zach Bond do that? Potentially he can. Schematically speaking, he's a, he's a three or four line. That, that's when they first drafted him, fam. He had enough time to be able to acclimate to the Saints defense, and he should be able to see – well – Listen, the last time we seen, let me just put it to you like this. And let me ask you the great Saint thing tank this. When is the last time you guys seen Zach Bond in extended action? Huh? When was the last time? You know, because I, I might, I'm thinking about, I was like, man, when was the last time we seen Zach Bond play like extended minutes? Like he was in a starter role since when he first got here. Is that the last time we seen? Because between there and here, he went all the way down to the back ass of the depth chart. So I'm like, when is the last time we actually seen this guy take on any meaningful reps and when he, you know, and, and really step up and do something. And I'm probably thinking, you know, had to be the first year when they wanted to see what he was made of, maybe the third year because he did some injuries. He had some problems. So I don't really know when we, <laughs> so, but we're going to see it this year because unless the saints draft somebody and we hoping that they do, uh, if Pete Werner gets banged up, we hopefully he stays healthy. Zach Bond, is your third linebacker to step in there and do some stuff. Now, DeMarco Jackson, I know y'all like DeMarco, but we hadn't seen anything from DeMarco Jackson, not anything as of yet. So we just have to wait and see. I love his game, though. I love his game. But anyway, secondary, the strength of the Saints defense at this point, Marshawn Laddie Daddy, Paulson Adebo, uh, Marcus Man, Tyron Matthew, of course, Pac-Man called him and said, they ain't you know what, and 
And I was like, no, then uh, you got it mixed up, brother. The Saints secondary was the best unit of the team. And that's what happened when you got guys that don't know nothing about the team. They just is firing off hatred. But the Saints did reinforce the secondary really well at the safety position because, you know, you got an older Tyron Matthew. And then you have a Marcus May who missed six games last year, who is going to do at least three games with the DUI situation that he brought from the Jets. Now, fortunately, he was able to uh, get rid of the chart that he got down here, which is a big plus. So three games, we're looking like with Marcus, with Marcus May Day might be out, but the Saints did add some help with Lonnie Johnson Jr. This guy has versatility. He's probably the most intriguing secondary member that we have that we brought in. And a lot of people like uh, Smoke Monday because they want to see what he can do, big safety. But really, Lonnie Johnson Jr. is a guy that can play the corner and the safety position. He's going to be one of those acquisitions that we brought in, we're going to be talking about because I think he'll fit like hand to glove what he did. If you study how he played uh, in his previous stops, he was a very good choice by the Saints defense to bring in here. And how the Saints use him, we'll see. But Lonnie Johnson Jr. is going to be a big part of the Saints secondary and how he played. And Jonathan Abrams, I love Jonathan Abrams because he can hit. Now, you got to work on his cover ability because most of the highlights you see when you watch Jonathan it's him just leveling people because that's what he is. He's like he's a, a a small linebacker type. So if you need to play him a lot around the line of scrimmage, you can blitz him. He ain't afraid to tackle nobody. He's going to get you amped and bucked, but he does have to work on his coverage ability, though. <laughs> he's not a bad cover guy, but he needs work, man, and hopefully we can kind of help him out with that. Yeah. All right, so anyway, outside of that, yeah, the Saints still need a little help there. And, of course, you can see when you go to the special teams here, you see Will Lutz down there and Alex Quavito who was brought in. He's one of those future guys that will provide a uh, competition for against Will Lutz in training camp. People might not see that as much, but Will Lutz, man, didn't look good last year for the Saints. And he ha- he's another guy that has to improve. He has to improve, man. He, has, he was 74% last year, fam. 74%. Let me show you his uh, statistic because this is big. We talk about kicker contribution. And Will Lutz just, he just didn't look good. Here it is right here. You see it right here, fam? This is 2020 Lutz, and of course he missed 2021. But the previous year, look, 82.1%. Now, prior to his injury, right, the lowest he ever kicked in the NFL since the 82.1 was when he came in in 2016 and had 82.4, when he was 20 of 34, right? Now, Last year, he went all the way from 82.1 down to 74.2. That was career lows off the wazoo. So, in the question, I was like, damn, that's, that was such a significant drop by our start, by our kicker, Will Lutz, that it had me thinking, like, damn, man, it's, you know, it's, you know, of course, we're not going to say get rid of Will Lutz right now. What we're going to say is, let's see how he does in this upcoming year. Do you know someone on your holiday gift list that's looking to cut costs? Consider a Henson Razor. Henson Razors use quality standard blades that only cost 10 cents each. That means you'll only be spending pennies a month on blades. Compare that to multi-blade cartridges that cost 20 to 30 times more. Over a couple years, that special someone on your list will save hundreds and get a safe and smooth shaving experience along the way. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to HensonShaving.com holiday. 
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. You know, because he was coming off core surgery and he was supposed to come back early in 2021 and the Saints looked at him and said, you know, let's just shut him down. So he comes back fully healthy, according to what they told us, for the upcoming year. And then he goes 74% on the year for the Saints. Wow. And that's really low for Will Lutz. Like I said, the lowest he ever did in terms of field goal percentage was 82.1 the year, you know, the, the, the 2020 year. So that's a severe drop. So if this continues, you might have to look in another direction for another kicker because that core injury could have impacted him so much so that he might not be able to, this might be a norm. So I'm not saying it is right now because it's just a, a trend for one year and we, we, we don't want to look at it like that. We're going to see if he can kind of break that and get back to the top. So anyway, that's a few things we're looking at here. As we keep going, Saints for Life said the Saints need to beef up, beef up the old line, especially at, at the offensive guard. Very concerned with Pete and Ruiz. Pete can't stay healthy, miss more games since 2019 than any other starting offensive guard in the NFL. Thank you, Saints for Life. Appreciate the stat. Yeah, and this could be something the Saints could be looking at in the draft, too, if Osiris Torrance is there. The big offensive lineman out of Florida who comes from uh, Louisiana. If he's there, then you might, you know, you might say, you know what? You might have to grab that guy because, once again, Andrews Pete's on a one-year deal. So are we really as safe as we, what we think when we at the offensive line? He said, would you get mad at the Saints taking offensive line? Absolutely not. No, hell no, because any attempt to build our lines is a plus, man. Because like you said, this is the NFL. You take Torrance there if he's there. If he's the highest guy there on the board and he falls to you there, you take him. Because you definitely got a future need for him. If Andrews gets banged up or you don't want Cesar Ruiz or whatever, then you got one of the guys right there you can land to kind of help you out, you know. And then he'll start there for the next 10 years for you not have to worry about him. So it's cool. All right. So anyway, uh, keep the questions coming, fam. I'm trying to uh, hit, you know, drop back and forth between it. Uh, AQ, what are the chances of landing Hooker, says Swack fan? I think, uh, well, he's climbing according to what we're seeing in the board. And I knew that was going to happen. I was saying it the whole time. I was like, Hendon Hook is the third best quarterback in this class. The only reason why Hendon Hook is not getting that credit is because he's banged up. He's banged up. He's, he, he was hurt. I said, if he was healthy, then he'd be listed as a top three quarterback. And then what happened was why his stock is increasing is because they had an opportunity to get a good look at that injury, at that injury report and see that he'll be coming back a little faster than what they anticipated Hence why he's rising in the board. There was no question about what kind of quarterback Hendon Hooker is, man. We seen this. We seen it. I seen it when he was playing against LSU, how he carved that defense up, man. He had total control out there. The guy has excellent pocket awareness. Like I said, my only knock against him is two things. Number one, you know, he holds on, tends to hold on to the ball a little longer than what I want in the pocket. Got good pocket awareness, though. And number two is, which is not really a knock. It looks like if you had a like a um, civil rights movie that you was filming, you can go and ask Hendon Hooker. He'll play the kid that's in the bus that like that's at the at the uh, uh, at the bus stop. 
Like you go down to the Greyhound, uh, uh, you know, the, the Greyhound station, and you standing up at the counter like in in the old civil rights movie, and you needed him to play. He can play the guy that's standing behind the counter that's uh, giving you the tickets. You paying him. <laughs> and he, he looked just like man. I ain't gonna tell you. Henry Hooker like look like he a throw. He got a throwback look. He looked like he was like he like he the brother came straight out the civil rights era. Man, I ain't gonna lie. He like he from the sixties. You know, he got the name and everything, Hendon. You know, that's that. Hey, Hendon, what's up, man? What's up, you? What's up, Eustace? How you doing there, bro? I'm doing good, man. Yeah, hey, bro, tell Cephas to go get the football, bro. I won't throw, you know, throw. We're going to play some pitch-up tackle. You know, that type of stuff, you know. But anyway, just to be real. Yeah, but he, he's fantastic. But, you know, his stack is rising. So if you can get him at 40, I'll take him. If he's there at 40, and we'll see, man, because they got a lot of people. They're anticipating quarterbacks like five or six quarterbacks to go before the third round's over with. So if Hendon Hooker is there, then you would be smart to select him because none of the, like the Saints top picks, they have a bevy of different places that they can go. They've signed enough people that they can still be able to kind of voyage off and pick up a quarterback of people saying, Q, I don't think that he can quarterback in the first round. Maybe not in the first round. I wouldn't say in the first round. But if he's still in the, at pick 40, why that he's got to be the biggest person on your board. And if it's a quarterback, the Saints could just stash him for one year. You only got Jameis for one year. It's like, well, Q, why would we take a because you take him with the second round pick. Jameis would be going after next year. He'll still be here. You have him. If something happened with Carr, you know, you got him to plan. Besides, I'd rather have him here than playing for Tampa Bay and carving you up like a Christmas turkey. When you play them, because you know that's what happened when we pass on all these quarterbacks, they come back and they take you apart. That's what <laughs> that's what they do, you know. Larry says, uh, "Do you think Trevor Penning might be a better fit at guard rather than left tackle?" I, I like him at tackle, bro. Uh, but really, I like him at right tackle. I'm gonna be honest with you, fam. I like him at right tackle more than left tackle. But you know, that's a long. I've been saying that for a while now, and uh, I don't, you know, that's just my my th- my thought process. I want my best tackle to guard the blind. We got a hundred and fifty million dollar quarterback here, so you will want your best offensive lineman to guard his blind side. And I've said this before, and that to me would be a uh, Ramcheck. But Ramcheck really, to me, hadn't hadn't looked really good since the Saints paid him the money. As soon as he got paid, he started having these nagging injuries. Even playing hurt, and it's got to be that because he just don't he don't look nowhere near what I remember from Ramcheck, nowhere near it. So he needs to elevate and start playing, get healthy and start playing dominant like we remember him playing that way, and just set the tone for the offensive lineman. And Trevor Penning will follow suit. So no, I like him better at tackle than at, at, at guard. He has the speed to play the position, bro. He got great feet. He just got to stay under control, you know what I'm saying, uh, in terms of that. All right, thank you, Larry. Shout out to you, fam. All right, so anyway, fam, let's let's keep it going. I got, uh, let, let me, uh, like I said, if y'all want to chime in, you can feel free to jump on the show. The link's pinned to the chat. Like I said, I'm just going to be going to 730. It's 730, uh, stiff cutoff cut time. So if you want to pop in the show, you got your opportunity. The link is in the chat, uh, pinned to the top of the chat anyway. All right, so anyway, let's keep it going, fam. Let's go over some of these other things that we had an opportunity to look at, too. We talk about what the Saints need heading into the draft. Here's an article right here from CBS is talking about some of the people still available in free agency. And, of course, we hear our rivals, like the Atlanta Falcons, they got Bud Dupree. You see some of them still picking up people this late in free agency. 
And why? Because they have the number one, they have the money and they got the need for it. When you look at the Saints defense says, Q, do we really need all these extra cats? You do. You really do. Now, Atlanta was in some pretty bad straits when you talk about what they had uh, when they what they had uh, last year on the defense. That's why they're spending a lot of this money on all three levels of the defense, the secondary line. I mean, just all new players everywhere. You know, they they put brand new people on the defensive line at the linebacker position and in the secondary. I mean, my goodness, that just goes to show you how they felt, really felt about how low the defense ranking and level was. Adding Kalias Campbell, bringing David on Yamada, Kate Nellis, trading for Jeff Okuda, uh, getting Jesse Bates, uh, you know, just doing, you know, adding Bud Dupree. They've done a phenomenal job of just adding talent to the defense. They added some stuff to the offense as well. So there's still positions left for the Saints to get. And right now, the, the free agency period is operating really well in terms of it's a, it's a very good market for NFL teams and, and definitely a good market for the Saints because they can still good, get good value that's available right now. So one of the top people that's available right now is we talk about edge rushers is Yannick Ngakwe. And a lot of people say, hey, Q, we need to go ahead on and land Yannick Ngakwe. We've been saying this shoot, for the last two years, at least the last two or three years we've been talking about Yannick Ngakwe, but he's played with several teams in just the last few years. Like, what's going on with Yannick Ngakwe? Well, the word out on Yannick Ngakwe is that even though he could pass Russia's ass off, he's not really good uh, that good of a run stuffing in. So that's been the knock on him that a lot of people are talking about, but anyway, still a solid starter whose sack totals have him in the comp in, in company of the all time greats out the market. He turned 28 March recorded eight or more sacks in each of his first seven seasons, including nine and a half in 2022 and cam had like eight. His only season with the Colts, he gave him nine and a half sacks. So, the price on Yannick Ngakwe, you know, we'll see what it is. I'm going to see see if I can try to find out what it is because I know it ain't a lot of money that Ngakwe is asking for, man. Let me see if I can pull it up, fam. Let's see if I can find Yannick. Let's see if I can find uh, what he's asking for, his contract here. Because I know it's, it's not what he had last year, what, two years? Okay, with the Colts. Uh, two years at $13 million, right? And then um, you can see I break down right there. So basically, all right, averaging $13 million a year. So he's afraid, What is, what is, is that his cost? The Saints have played $13 million, $10 million, whatever the case may be for Yannick and Gakwe might be too, that's definitely too rich for the Saints' blood. So maybe they, you know, you can wait for him to go down a little bit price wise. So I always look at the money to see, because even though he turns in a lot of great production, there it, it comes at a cost. So I don't know if the Saints would be willing to spend that. He have to come down for that if they even looking at him that way. Only all the four others have done, you know, that since the individual individual sacks have been recorded since '82. Demarcus Ware, Derek Thomas, Reggie White, and Aaron Donald, future Hall of Famer. If a team needs at least eight sacks or more juice for its pass rush, and Gakwe should be the first among all the remaining guys that they reach out to. And you know, you see eight plus sacks in each of his first seven years since 1982. That is very impressive for Yannick Ngakwe. He's still out there, though. He's still out there. All right. KT says, Q, 
They have a fourth round grade on J. Okay, wow. Damn. A fourth round. Then he ain't go I, on Skinner at in the fourth. If he's there, damn KT. I, I, you know what, bro? We saw it. We laid. We heavy. We heavy with the. I, I don't know, bro. If he's there, man, he got to be high up on the board. I don't think he's going to be there. I think he might go a little higher than that the way he plays. We're going to see KT. That's a toughie. That's a tough one right there, brother. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, bro. My have. <laughs> <laughs> you got to see. I saw anyway. Yeah, got in done some positive stuff. He definitely helped out the Saints, so we'll see. Next man up, Mr. Frank Carter. Comes to play when the lights shine the brightest. 13 and a half career playoff sacks are the third most ever behind three time Super Bowl champion Willie McGinnis, who had 16, and Hall of Famer Bruce Smith with 14 and a half. Didn't Willie McGinnis get in a fight with somebody and threaten to hurt somebody? I was like, man, I ain't never seen Willie McGinnis get that mad since he was playing football. Any contender who wants a proven playoff pass rusher should be blowing up Clark's phone. Could this be a thing? Now, we know Yannick Ngakwe, with all that, you know, he was making $13 Do they eventually, like, going in the fridge and say, okay, look, it's a premium on him. What could we get a Frank Clark for? You know, let me see. Let me see if we can see what the money is for a Frank Clark. Let me see. Let me see here. What's Frank Clark making? Probably he'd probably make the most sense from a monetary standpoint if you were in about money, if you the Saints. All right. All right. Showing me nothing. Okay, two years at 30 million, 14. Okay, 15 million a year. Wow. Damn. All right. He almost, yeah, he's 29 years old too. He, he damn near. 30 years old, eight years in the league. Yeah, see, it's a premium on these guys because they can get to the quarterback. So, yeah, Clark and price-wise, they might be right around each other, man. (laughs) That's why I be looking at the money, man. (laughs) How much these damn guys got in previous contracts and what they be willing to work for. But Ngakwe and Frank Clark would definitely help the Saints at least for a year if you decide to pick these guys up for one year. Behind them is Leonard Floyd. That's right. Racked up 29 sacks with 157 pressures since 2020. Past three seasons, he's shown the ability to perform. Without Aaron Donald, he racked up four sacks, 28 quarter, quarterback pressures in six games. Donald missed with injury last season. Also played in every game since 2018, showing phenomenal health for a player entering his age 31, which he can give some of that to Davenport when he was here. So Leonard Floyd's there at mostly a linebacker position. But can use him at edge if you need him in the pinch. Seen that happen with Leonard Floyd, firing off the edge. We'll see. Defensive lineman, Aaron, uh, Ashawn Robinson, former Alabama interior defensive lineman's there. Uh, with the proliferation of the Vic Fangio, two high safety defense designed to stop the passing NFL teams more than ever needed defensive lineman who can be significant factors against the run. Ashawn Robinson plays the run as well as any defensive lineman. 28-year-old is the Torn Meninsis that cut his season short. But the first 11 weeks of the season, he ranked alongside Aaron Donald and DeForest Buckner as one of the best run-stuffing defensive linemen in the entire league. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. PenFed's got great- 
At Henson, we're looking forward to the holidays, and that means more time in the kitchen. Now, imagine your trusty kitchen knife had a wobbly handle. You'd be nervous. Well, the same is true in shaving. Most razors on the market today don't support the blades well enough, allowing them to flex and bend. This is a source of razor burn. At Henson, we used our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to solve this problem, supporting the blade so you can use it confidently. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to hensonshaving.com holiday. Yeah, Ashawn Robinson, that's one thing he does do well. But could this be a situation where the Saints are looking to bring guys like this in? Now, he's still out there. He's still out there, and this could be a situation where the Saints kind of wearing him down. Or perhaps, they, I don't even know if they're looking at him. I would say they're not looking at a guy of Ashawn Robinson's potential to help out the interior defensive line. I'd probably say a little further down. Shelby Harris, another defensive end, coming over from Seattle. You know, he has six sacks with 32 pressures. He's there. Matthew Lionitis, the former Carolina Panther, 29-year-old, uh, was just as much factor. He had uh, in the 35 ascending young tackle with Derrick Brown. With, in terms of his sacks in his rookie year, he had, what, one? But just as much of a factor in the quarterback pressures, he had 35 against Derrick Brown's 40, who's the other interior guy. Linebackers, how about Deion Jones for my family members who are LSU people? He's out there. A 44 tackle, six tackles for a loss, two and a half sacks, an interception, forced fumble while playing in 2022 season's final 11 games. Missed the first six games with a shoulder injury. Hasn't been the same from a speed perspective since breaking his foot in 2018, but still a serviceable depth piece at this stage of his career. He's just 28. He's going to interest from the Giants, visiting money, according to the NFL uh, media, NFL.com. So Deion Jones is there. Miles Jack, former Jaguar and Pittsburgh Steeler linebackers there. If you're looking for a veteran linebacker for the Saints, Rashawn Evans, another guy, former Atlanta guy, is there. Uh, you know, I don't know if any of these inside linebackers we'll be looking at to help out the Saints. Perhaps, uh, you know, you look at guys like Quan, Quan Alexander, Eric Wilson types, those are like after that level or right below that level that you can get for $3, 4000000 million on a one-year, two-year deal to come in and help you. And then you get secondary-wise, do we really need any secondary members uh, to help out the secondary? I don't think so. But Marcus Peters, Rocky Sin, Ronald Darby, Adrian Amos at the safety, and all these other guys are there. So Saints kind of looking more at the linebacker. I would like a veteran linebacker and definitely another edge rusher. You're talking about Saints really thinking big here. It could be a major plus if the Saints did get a guy like Yannick Ngakwe or even Frank Clark would speak well to what they're attempting to do. Even for one year, you know you got to get back to the playoffs. You need another edge rusher opposite of Cam. Yannick Ngakwe and Cam Jordan would be a, fine, a, a, a really phenomenal tandem. And, of course, you feel like you give Cam an extension because I'm pretty sure Cam going to play beyond this year. You know, you kind of extend them out and you get a Frank. But de- depending on what a Yannick or a Frank Clark demands, look like it's right around, what, 8 to $10 million that you might? They're going to hold out. That's why they ain't got a team right now. But like I said, Yannick Ngakwe struggles against the rush. He fires off against the pass. You can't deny him that. And for the sack numbers alone, he is an intriguing option. If you're the black and gold, right? You got to be. All right. So anyway, all right, Pelican's Nola. Shout out to you. So what's up, Q and family? Shout out to you, fam. Appreciate you. 
for being here as well. Travis says, hard to say what the Saints would do at the defensive line position. It was a need during the season with two out there and rolled with what we had. I know, Travis, I was saying that the whole damn season long, man, about that whole situation, man. It, it stunk the high hell that we didn't even do anything about even much doing anything to pick up and get new people. I'm just going to just keep it a buck with you, man. It was, it was awful. The Saints simply just did nothing, man. He did absolutely nothing uh, to help improve that. And, and that's when Indomitian and Sue, he was picked up by uh, with the Philadelphia Eagles. They had injuries that happened with big Jordan Davis and the other guy, I forgot the other guy. And they went out there and they picked up two defensive linemen and brought them in there. And that's the difference between people who want to win versus people who be playing games. Like if you, if injuries, and it's like what I said on the Pelican post game report or the Pelican uh, wrap up stream earlier today is if you, you have to have the mentality of operating and I use the term living roster. What I mean by that is you have to, you have to look at each game by game situation because guys get hurt. You might miss out. You might have some of your interior defensive guys get hurt. And instead of rolling out practice squad players, well, you know, you're going to, you, they don't know the game plan as well. You're going to have to go out there and grab a veteran. Like, why didn't you go and get Malcolm Brown? Malcolm Brown, the former defensive tackle for us, was out there. He knows your scheme. He wouldn't have cost you a lot of money. Why not go out there and get him? Why not? There were several veterans that you could have brought in that could have really helped you do some positive things, but you just sat there and let all of that play out the way it did which kind of it upset me because that showed me that you ain't serious about it. You ain't really serious like you say. If, I, if I'm the head coach of the team and I'm rec- recognizing that some of my players are hurt, why would I not? Why would I not go out there and scour the free agency list? Like if I'm, if I'm the Pelicans general manager, instead of making excuses at the end of the season and put everything on injuries when injuries are a part of the game, you can't you keep using injuries as an excuse so why are you losing games when you got the ability to trade? When you got the ability to sign people off the street? When you got all this other stuff going on? Like some of these players now, they have multiple professional leagues and they're not up to the level of the NFL, but they got the USFL, there's the XFL. They got football leagues going on where players are getting summer workout right now. You don't think that's going to impact them and make them better? Any type of representatives and even though the scheme, this field of the, of the speed of the game is different, any kind of red hot reps will help you in developing, right? It'll help you develop, help you realize what you got to do. So it's no really excuse to keep using injuries because we know injuries are a part of the game. You have to adjust. You have to be able to find people and bring them in here to keep it going until some of your players come back. That's what you got to do. Can't sit up here and just put all the pressure on the backups and expect, hey, man, well, we just, you know, all this. I don't want to hear all of that, man. You can't use excuses because you can't have it both ways. When the season is running, the the NFL coaches tell us all the time that you can't use excuses as a reason why you win and why you're losing games. And then that shit flips soon as you get to the offseason. And here come the general manager and the rest of them come out there saying, well, well, well I don't care. We, we, we had losing, you know, we had injuries and you know, injuries and injuries some more. You know, can I tell you? Can I tell you? You know, I, you know injured player can't throw the ball, you know, and can't, 
Yeah, I hear you, but no, you can't. But you knew injuries was a part of the game when you took the job. You knew that you had trades and you could sign people. That's why you got to always make sure you put the best people you can on your practice squad. And the Saints don't be doing that all the time. They be signing guys. They know them guys ain't going to see the field. You know, you be signing guys that, you know, you know, like that what Peyton would do that would kill me. Peyton would sign these guys and them can, he brought guys from Canada and then them damn guys don't even do nothing. They don't, they sit up there. They don't even, they don't even sniff the field. They be out there helping wash the, the, the windows of the building and stuff. They don't do no, <laughs> they don't do no football related stuff. You got to change from that. If you got an opportunity to have a practice squad, then you need to be putting players on the practice squad that you believe have potential that can help you more sooner than later. You get what I'm saying? Now you're going to have a few guys on the back end that's developmental, but that's the goal. The goal is to make sure that you have players that help you more sooner than later. And that should be the mindset of the team. You can't keep telling me injuries. It's like when Zion Williamson wasn't there for the Pelicans. Oh, well, this, that, and the third, he wasn't activated to play. Well, why didn't you go and get somebody else? Why you didn't go trade? Why you wait and made one trade for uh, Jay Rich and got rid of Graham? Why didn't you just go and get somebody else? Then you start looking around the league and seeing what the Grizzlies did when they went to the G League and got Foster, this big center guy, and he in there helping them out. I'm like, well, why you can't do that? Because they don't have a proactive mind frame. They just sit up there and say, this will be good enough. You can't build the team at the start of the year, and then by the middle of the year, I guarantee the team going to look different because they banged up. It's physical game. Stuff happened. You got to keep adjusting, and that's what Philadelphia did. Philly started the year last year with draft picks and moving up in the draft, getting Chauncey Gardner-Johnson from the Saints and trading with Chris, the Chris Olave pick and then taking all those picks and added them to their team and then signing Sue and signing the other guy, signing this guy, and they were doing stuff like that through the entire summation of the season. They just didn't build at the front of the season and then take what you had from the front of the season into the season like it was going to be the same damn thing once you come out of the season. It's not. It never is. Unless you're incredibly fortunate that none of your players got hurt, that is not going to happen. So you got to be constantly adjusting. You got to be constantly fine-tuning. You got to be constantly looking for players to help this team. You got to be constantly doing that. And that's what I'm saying. You can't tell me, well, they they stand up at the press conference. Well, we don't want to use injuries as an excuse because we got to play better. And then next, the the, the moment the season over here, here come Mickey Loomis and and David Griffin out here talking about the injuries is the reason why they failed. Man, it's not working, bro. It's too, we got a memory and you're not going to play that with us, man. You're not going to do it. Anyway, let me bring in a few people here. We got... (laughs) All right, we got my boy KT. We're going to chime in. Then we got DJ smacking on something. DJ must be at the wing shack or something, man. DJ, <laughs> DJ you at the wing shack, bro? You tearing it down, brother. All right, so shout out to the fam, man. Let me, <laughs> let me bring in KT first, man, and bring KT in here. KT, how you doing, sir? What up, Q? How you doing? Doing good, my brother. Good to hear from you, man. Let's... uh. Let let me put you on the big screen there. But how you doing, brother? How is everything going? I'm good, bro. I'm enjoying retirement. I'm good. I'm finna plan two trips. I might be in NOLA for my birthday, but Go ahead, I'm going bro. to Vegas in the summer. Go ahead, KT, man. Living it up, brother. That's what I'm talking about. 
All right, now, why they got a fourth-round grade on Skinner? He got a torn pectoral muscle. Just oh. like your boy, just like your boy um, Voorhees, the guard from USC, right. he got hurt during the combine. Okay. Now, I'm going to give you some late-round gems to keep an eye on. First, I'm going to start at wide receiver with Rakim Jarrett. Two wide receivers with rapper names. Rakim Jarrett and is Jada six feet. Rakim Jarrett is six feet, 195 pounds, wide receiver out of Maryland. He was supposed to commit to LSU, yeah. but he wanted to be close to home, so he stayed at Maryland. Right. Dude has speed. I ain't going to say he's Steve Smith Sr., but he has a similar skill set. A smallest wide receiver who plays physical and has the speed. Saints looked at him. Saints looked at him now, KT. Okay, I got another one for you. Broderick Martin, D tackle out of West Kentucky, played in the Shrine Bowl, 6'3, 330 pounds. Broderick Martin, we talked about him before. Yeah, for Yeah, West he just Kentucky. didn't get good chances going depth with it. Yeah. But yeah, Broderick Martin is a space eater. We already know about Paul Brooks. And I told you about Jonathan Mingo. You knew about him. Yeah. But um I think your favorite is Jada Kiss Bonds there, KT. Hey, bro, you know I gotta get love to the SBCUs. Plus, he has the first name of one of my favorite rappers. Hey. Don't hate. There you go, bro. Hey, but he is 6'4, he runs good routes, and he gives you a little bit of something run right after catch. But um you saw, did you ever check out Lindsey um, Scott's tape? You talking about the quarterback? Yeah, from Incarnate um, Incarn- Incarn- Word. Word. He's yeah. from Zachary. Yeah. He committed to LSU, then transferred. Yeah, I checked out his tape, man. It That dude, he looks, you know what his game kind of looks like to me? A mixture of like Kyler Murray and uh, uh, Russell Wilson. That's why I see a little Russell Wilson in this game, KT. I see Russ too. Only thing I see with him certain times, he can run. He is stocky at 5'11", 215, but it's like certain times he'll depend on his arm. He'll think his arm can make any kind of throw, and he does have a cannon. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he really does, man. And, and But 60 touchdowns in one year, KT, bro. You, you that, that's, that was phenomenal, man. I was watching that footage, man, and it was just – all kind of touchdowns, a lot of deep passes. He and you know, watching him, bro, he he good in he, all over the field. He can throw the deep ball. I mean, I don't know how big his hands is, but his hands look pretty big over the ball. Like he throws a tight spiral. He good short and intermediate. I mean, I, I don't know where he goes in the draft. I'm probably thinking somewhere toward the back end, or possibly undrafted. The Saints did look at yeah. him. Yeah, I agree. And you mentioned a plus 11 touchdowns on the ground. So, yeah. 71 total touchdowns. Sheesh. Dude, you can't. Now. You can't, they can't overlook him, bro. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? 
test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com/play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com/play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Israel is 5,690 miles away from the US, 11 hours by plane. Hate travels faster in a comment in a post in a second jewish hate is up 388% in the us black hate muslim hate and asian hate are up too when one hate rises they all do let's stand up to all hate together share and wear the blue square from standuptojewishhate.org there's a back i want you to look at his name is spelled funny it's pronounced exavian but it's like X A Z A V I A N Validay out of Arizona State. Six feet, two hundred pounds, power back. But once he gets through the first um, first layer of the defense, mm-hmm. he has to speed the house it. Plus, he's good in pass protection and can catch out the backfield. Yeah, Xavier Validay. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to look him up. KT. They got him on the back end of the uh, running back list here. But you know who I really like from the running back? Some of the guys that you sent me. Um, who? Lou Nichols. Love, you, love, love, love. Lou, Lou Nichols third. Yes. Love him, bro. Love him. Fantastic running backs. Uh, Mo Ibrahim. I, I love his game, man. And it was another. I dude. like Mo Ibrahim. I like Israel from um, Pittsburgh, too. What was the other guy, KT? I can't remember his name, but I remember his game, man. Um, Man, what was his name? The, the kid from, uh, damn, uh, from Illinois. Brown. Chase Brown. Chase Brown. Chase Brown. Love him. Yeah, Chase Brown and his brother, Sidney. Everybody's sleeping on him, but Sidney is a premier safety. He's like, I see, he plays, it's organized chaos. Mm-hmm. He almost, his play style kind of reminds me a Troy Palomaro, not from the skill set, but the way he flies around his field. Yeah, man. It's, I, so, I love they got a lot of terrific. I, I seen somebody compare uh, Brown, uh, I mean, Chase, uh, to um, Pierre Thomas. Yeah, I can see it. He, I see it on certain things, but he's not as smooth on a screen pass as the PT Cruiser. Yes, yes, yes. What about Deuce? Now, How about Deuce Vaughn, KT? How you like him? You want I hate comparing players because to certain players because they went to the same school. But Q, yeah. Deuce Vaughn to me, I see your boy all over again, Darren Sproles. Oh yeah, same yeah. height, body type, yeah. height, yeah. toughness, speed, yeah. catch out the backfield, and you got something on punt return. Yeah, I see Sproles. Yeah, he does. His game does tie, kind of kind of remind me of him. 
All right, KT, give me one more wide receiver you like the Saints should add, bro. You know I like Bryce Ford Wheaton, bro. You know, if the Saints add another wide receiver in the draft, I say let it be a guy that's 6'3", uh, or a big, tall wide receiver that's physical mm-hmm. and that has speed. 4'3", I think. What is it? 4'3", 4'3", for uh, Bryce Ford Wheaton. Bryce Ford Wheaton, and I want to apologize to the fam. Q, you was right. Bryce Ford Wheaton, they got him at 6'4", 225. Four three eight for Bryce Ford Wheaton. Jonathan Mingo went, ran four four six. Another guy that we know about, Rasheed Rice, Xavier Hutchinson from Iowa State. Dante Demas, yeah, and late gems. You, I'm not gonna bring up Jake Kisbonimo. You know about Saquon, you know about Shaq Davis from South Carolina State. Yeah, Demas is. I would six five two zero five. So you can bulk him up and bulk him up, and he won't lose any speed. Dabble Sweeney went out of his way to praise that guy. Wow! When they play, when Clemson played South Carolina State early in the season. So how far? How far does Quentin um, uh, Johnson? How, how I think far, Quentin TCU. How, how far? I think he goes, how far does he go, bro? Because a lot I see his stock falling, bro. You see all these other guys' stock rising. At one time, they had Quentin Johnson out of TCU as the top wide receiver in the draft. So I mean, he he done fell some. Does he still go in the first round? I think mids. I think the fifteen to twenty five range is where we got Quentin Johnson because you think about it. Zay Flowers is good, but he's like a little speed wide receiver. Same thing with Josh Down. Small speed wide receivers. I think Quentin Johnson might go to the Bears. Quentin Johnson might go. He can go to the Chargers. He can go to Minnesota because they need a running buddy for Justin Jefferson. He can go to Baltimore. Yeah. But if Quentin Johnson's there, I love Quentin Johnson. But at 29, we need deep tackle or edge rusher. So 29, we better be talking about Mazze Smith, Luca Van Nett, Isaiah Foskey. I'm not sold on Miles Murphy, um, Miles Murphy, because Miles yeah. Murphy to me, I don't see the effort with all those attributes. I take Brian Breesy, but Brian Breesy would be in the second round. Kalaja Kansi has the talent. So don't get me wrong when I say this because I don't hate the brother. He's a good penetrating pass rusher. But we finished 24th against the run. They're going to run the ball against him, and that's his weakness. He got to improve. So, that. That's the case, though, KT. You got to get right. You got to get him up there. No. Yeah, we, you know what you do? Right you now. get a big defensive tackle to help with Kalen Sanders. Get Mozzie Smith. Get the dancing bear, Ika, because you feel like I do. You feel like I do. Yes. Ika should have never left LSU. Nope. Nope. So... That's what I'm going to say, but I'm going to give you a couple more gems and I'm going to bounce out. We know about Dorian Williams. I mean, Dorian Williams, linebacker from Tulane. Yes. Shaka Hayward from Duke. Ironhead's um, He's a cousin of Ironhead. Intelligent linebacker. Anthony Orgy, another intelligent athletic linebacker out of Vanderbilt. And Cam Jones from Indiana. Keep an eye out for them guys. Yeah, Dorian. Keep I, an eye out for those guys. Yeah, I, I and tight end. 
Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, I like Josh Wiley. I like Payne Durham from Purdue. I also like Kuntz from mm-hmm. Old Dominion. The only thing with Kuntz is like, okay, you got the size and measurables from Jimmy Graham, but are you soft as two-ply toilet paper and a hot bubble bath listening to Drake? He is big, bro. 6'7", 250 plus. You got the size. Yeah, and he, had, and he runs a 4'6". I like Wiley. I ain't gonna lie. I like, I like Wiley's tape. I told you. It's like a poor man's um, Kelsey. Yeah, Josh Wiley. Yeah, he, he's pretty good. Uh, Cincinnati uh, tight end, 6'7", 240 plus. I like his tape, man. I like his tape a lot. Yeah. Yeah, but... I say priority um, undrafted free agents, Lindsey Scott, Kamari um, Everett, the tight end from Bethune-Cookman, and if he's still there, Broderick Martin, and Dante Dines. But I was just coming in to drop some jewels on the draft, some guys to keep your eye out for. I'll reach out to you probably later on this week, see if we can squeeze one more Video in before the draft, mm-hmm. and I'll holler at y'all, fam. Y'all be easy. Yeah, do that, KT. We'll put it together, my brother. Uh, All right. Shout out to my brother, KT, man. Appreciate him stopping by on the coma, man. All right, let's keep it moving and grooving, fam. Let's go on to the next person, man. We got uh, State of the Pelicans, DJ, chiming in, man. Shout out to my boy, DJ. Uh, DJ, are you there, sir? DJ? Can you hear me? Yeah, I'm still there. What's going on? Yeah, what's going on? Yeah. What's going on? What's going on? Welcome to the show, my brother. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Hey, uh-huh. so I got a couple of questions. Um, I know we, we all know about the Pelicans at the end of the season. Not have to all that. But um, quick question. Well, a quick couple of questions. Uh, do you think that uh, we're going to trade or somebody's gonna trade for Taysom Hill, or like what? Because like we got Derek Carr now, James on the one year deal. We still got Taysom Hill, the Swiss Army knife, and uh, Jake London on uh, like a fourth string. But if you draft a quarterback, does the I mean? Does he go to the third and Drake London go to the practice squad? Or, like, how are we doing that? You said Drake London? That's an Atlanta yeah. guy. Drake yeah. London? You mean, um, no, Taysom Hill. I don't, I, don't, I don't think Taysom Hill gets uh, uh, traded, DJ. I think uh, Taysom Hill will be, um, he'll still be here. The six, you see him as a weapon, a utility knife, so I don't think uh, – He's going anywhere. I mean, he means a lot to the team. They can use him in all kind of fa- phases. So if we work this deal, I think Taysom will be here a part of the offense. Uh, and then your other question was about which about whom now? Uh, so the same Jeff quarterback, which I'm possibly oh. think they do. Um, do you think like who you think gonna make the third string as far as him? I mean, the rookie and Jig London because that's that's gonna be our third, third string quarterback. Oh, Jake Luton. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Jake, Jake Luton. Yeah, Sorry. you got me confused <laughs> on that. I got you, DJ. But now, I, I I mean, I think at some point the Saints probably will take a quarterback. A lot of people debating on whether or not it's high. But I'm saying, listen, the Hendon Hooker thing, you know, and there's still time. Like, 
It's still time between here and the draft. Now you see Atlanta making moves, other teams making moves. The Saints could very well add some more talent. But my thing is, if Hendon Hooker's there at 40, I wouldn't take him with the first-round draft pick. His stock is rising. He might not be at, be there at all. Correct. So, I, I mean, at the 29 pick, I'll at least take a, a defense. And if you're not yeah. going to sign, go sign Frank Clark, uh, right. a, a, a veteran defense uh, defense end. Right. I don't, uh, see, I don't see a first-round draft pick of a quarterback. I don't think the Saints take one. Uh, Hooker is there at 40. I'd be more inclined to take him. I just I don't know if he'll be there at 40 with his stock rising. But, you know, I, at some point, if they don't get one with the second round pick, I can anticipate the Saints picking up something after the fourth round because they have a lot of quarterbacks that will be available between rounds four and five and even back. You got the guy out of TCU, Max Duggan. There is a quarterback from Houston and Clayton Toon. The Saints looked at him. There's a lot of prospects the Saints could look at in terms of that. But, you know, like I said, if you want a franchise cornerstone, like a quarterback for the next, you know, 10 years, eight, nine years, of your organization, you know, in hookers at 40, I, I would, I would take him. you know, I would take him. I just, I don't think he'll be there. I, I think he'll be probably gone before that time. What's the thing about uh, Jaron Hall at uh, BYU? I, I think th- yeah. Hall is, I think Hall's a pretty good quarterback. I like other quarterbacks a little better than him, but I don't think he's a bad quarterback at all. I think he's actually pretty talented. First black quarterback. I think the start at BYU was, I remember uh, doing like doing some research on him. And finding out, I was like, wow, okay. That, that says a lot for, for Jaron Hall. But he got a lot of talent, man. You know, like I said, I, I he's very productive, an athlete. But, you know, it's other quarterbacks I like, like a little bit better than him. But you can't go wrong with Jaron Hall, man, with all that athleticism. He's really intelligent, too. They're just six feet tall. So, the viral receiver room, as you know, we had uh, Emmanuel Sanders, Tiggin, Jr. Then we went from that to uh, – Tom Lee Lewis and uh, who else? Uh, Devontae Harlan. Do you think we need another? I don't want to say another one of them guys, but as far as like Rashid Shahid, because I know he's like what six foot, six one, something. Yeah, six one. Do you think we have that type of ability? I mean, not saying him, but like the return, like the kick return and punt return. Like, do you think we need another returner? Yeah, returner. Yeah. Well, I mean, you got uh, well, you could well, you got Kirk Merritt that can use that can be used in that in the kick return punt return game. They had Quan uh, Baker doing it at one time, doing it the seven round draft pick for the Saints. But you know, don't be surprised if the Saints find a kick returner, a punt returner in the undrafted ranks. Remember, that's how we got the last two ones. We had Deontay Harris Hardy and uh, Rashid Shahid. Saints good at turning over and going to some of these small, small colleges and finding some of these top level young wide receivers and then bringing them on the team and having an impact. I expect them to keep doing that trend, man. It works. Mm-hmm. And then the could uh, uh, do the trend, you know what I'm saying? Uh, well, the the thing with the Pelicans, man, is like like I said, it's they, the, it's basically the same organization. It's running. That's why the philosophies are the same. That's why you still see some of the same, uh, I guess, movements and ways. And that could be a plus and a minus, man. Uh, but I just you got to be your hands on it at all times. Not micromanaging the thing, but you got to be mm-hmm. aware of every twist and turn and. You know, and to make sure the coach and the staff is all on on code. You just can't like Mickey did 
turn the keys to the bus over Dennis Allen. Then Dennis Allen drives is driving the bus, you know, off the cliff, and you just sit there and make excuses once he crashes the damn thing. No, you got to make sure you have hands on it. I like how Fontenot did last year with Atlanta when you had Arthur Smith trying to keep Marcus Mariota at the starting quarterback and Fontenot <laughs> had a meeting with him. And the next thing you know, you see Desmond Ritter out there. So, I mean, sometimes you got you to understand this is your life. Your, your, your job is on the line, too. And that's the problem, too, with a lot of our older people at the top that have been sucking up all the success. They get a little uh, set in their ways and thinking everything going to be there. They forget uh, what it took for you to get there, the, the intensity and the, in, the intelligence and the ferociousness that got you there. Now that you're sitting up there living high off the hog, you're fat and complacent. And that's a problem that I see with our brass. We're not, we, 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 we'll be too complacent and just too laid back on some of this stuff. And it's, and it's starting to hurt us to a degree. Uh, I'm sorry. I'll miss you on uh Pelican pool game, but, but uh, my, this is my second to last question. Um, what do you think the uh, Pelicans should do with the, either the guard position or at the 14 pick? They need to go. Well, this 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 is the thing, DJ, with the Pelican. Uh, I like Dyson Daniels, but he don't have enough offensive game. That's the thing that really hurts Dyson Daniels. He plays wonderful defense. He don't have an off. You know, he's he's he doesn't have an uh, offensive game. He he facilitates and he plays wonderful defense. But are you do you really think Willie Green has fixed in his philosophy of going with veteran players? We finally loosen up to a Dyson Daniels and allow him to take the reins of the point guard position because it can't be C.J. McCollum. McCollum is is mostly he's a two guard, is a scoring guard. Uh, when he gets the ball in his hand, he likes to shoot it. It's just his DNA, and and that hurts us because sometimes he be jacking the ball up, and at least be patient enough to wait for guys to get in position to get a rebound for the stick back. But he jacking it up, and them guys ain't even crossed the half court line yet. So, I mean, you need a, a patient guard, a veteran guard, or whoever's available that can kind of set the thing up, even though they can, you can run a, a B.I. with the ball or hurt with the ball and all this. This, to me, is just them adjusting to life without having an actual point guard. Because if you have a real point guard at the point, at the position, he sets the table for all of those guys to operate. So, is that a guy that's available there when the Pelicans go out there and look, or even if they'd be interested in such a thing, or they just simply decide to go with what they got? Well, it'll be determined, but I don't think Jose Alvarado was the answer at the point guard position. And Dyson Daniels fits because of his size and he can switch everything. Cause that's like Willie likes to does like, I'd like to do. He like to switch everything, which means Dyson can switch to bigger off guards or small forwards or however it is in his defense there. But they got they got a quite the conundrum to figure out how they're gonna fix that situation. But um we're gonna see, bro, as as the season go on, man, which direction they take with that, man, because that's a core part of it. And also you need another you need a big that can move too. We need a, a, a another big that can move around and play multiple positions. And we just can't keep letting Larry Nance, who's six eight guard, seven footers, and you know, you need a big you need another big that's fast. I don't know if that's Jackson Hayes. But Willie got to have a philosophy change on how he's going to use his younger players, man, because that kind of hurt us this year. All right, DJ. Look like DJ froze. Uh, you can hear me? Yeah, D- D- yeah, go ahead, bro. He was frozen for a second. Oh, but yeah, other than that, yeah, that's about it. I mean, as far as like, the QB position, um, 
Costa Pelicans. I'm tuning in to the twenty-seven when the draft hit. I don't know when the NBA draft starts. I think it's sometime in uh, in May for, for that as well. Yeah, that that's cool, but DJ. Yeah, yeah we're gonna be on that. We're gonna cover it all, bro. We're gonna do the live streams like we've been doing for the NBA and NFL drafts. I mean, that's some of the to me. That's some of the best time of the year outside. Just doing the games, man. It's just doing the drafts of both teams, man. That's really fun to watch that go on. But DJ, shout out to you. Appreciate you being in the stream, my brother. Thank you for chiming in, man. And and, and go Pels uh-huh. and go Saints, bro. And I'm holler at you later, bro. I do. All right, peace. All right, that's DJ chiming in. That's our Pelican guy, man. <laughs> DJ loves the Pelican. Sorry to hit y'all with a little pale talk, right quick, fam. But y'all know we do that too on the Pelican post game report as well. So we got the uh, last of the callers chiming in here. Uh, unless you won't get in here quick, 7.30 is the cutoff time. We got the OG himself, OG Jerry Paul in the building. OG, what you say, brother? What's going on, Big Q? How you What's doing, sir? What's going on, bro? How you feel? How you doing on this good Sunday evening? Doing good, OG, man. Good to hear from you, bro. I know you wanted to talk about it on Friday, bro. You know, I had to shift it to Sunday, bro. So... <laughs> OG, I'm here for you, brother. How you doing? I'm doing great, Big Q. Shouts out to the family. Hope everybody is doing well. Hope all is well. All that good stuff. Who that to you? But, yes, Big Q, I wanted to address this. I, 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 I tried to get you to open the phone lines on Friday. <laughs> right. Because I want to... Uh, <laughs> y'all know every time you, you hear somebody take a shot to the New Orleans Saints, you know I had to come in to defend them. Yes, sir. And of course, and in case y'all don't know, I'm gonna tell you a little something about it. It it happened. It started since Wednesday. And shouts out to my guy Dolph Seventeen and TJ Jones and all the rest of them. Of course, we're talking about Mr. Whackman Jones. Yes, Whackman Jones. Talking about the Saints secondary is trash. He almost yeah. man almost to me. Uh, Big Q sound like Willie Bibbins. Same thing, but but on a different perspective, because Whack Man Jones says something, uh, and you played it. Yes, and I'm and I'm like, oh, wait till I come on Big Q's channel and address this because I knew, I knew this was going to happen. I said, let me come on up in here and uh, and give you my thoughts and my opinion on what I heard. Whack Man Jones, Big Q. Mm-hmm is another Kendrick Perkins of the NFL. That man had more CS, CTEs more than more than anybody that I ever know. And what kind of stuff did that man had on? It looked, looked, looked like he just come out the basement or something with that gear he had on. It's ridiculous, Big Q. <laughs> it's ridiculous, bro. I, I don't know what to say. But I'm here to tell the Who That Nation, the entire Who That Nation, and you, Big Q, and everybody else, that the same secondary is not trash. They don't suck. That's just their thoughts of opinion to make them look good. Right. So, that's all I want to touch on right there, Big Q. I know everybody talking about the draft and all that stuff, but but this has to be the address, the elephant in the room that we have to address. Because they couldn't wait, they couldn't wait, they couldn't wait for me to come on here and talk about Whack Man Jones talking about the same secondary suck. Shoot, when the last time 
the whack man Jones see the field, Big Q. Been some time, bro. Yeah, a long time. Because he wasn't that, and every time you see him, when he was with, playing with Cincinnati and Dallas, he always get burnt. He kind of almost remind me of Jason Burt David and Fred Toast Thomas, if y'all remember. Because that's exactly who whack man Jones remind me of. Them two guys right there get burnt every time. And you're going to call up the secondary trash? You're going to say they suck? Man, please. Miss me with that nonsense, man. Seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He kind of out of his mind, bro. I just, uh, I think. Uh, <clears throat> I guess because he's a Georgia boy, I guess. That's man, what that, it is. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. Maybe, maybe he's been listening to them fail cars too much. <laughs> Maybe been listening to them sucking ears too much. Maybe been listening to the punk ass Panthers too much, and calling us sorry, man. Please, talking about they all right, man. Man, you better you you might want to uh, double check that, bro. Yeah, I'm talking to you, whack man Jones. You better check that, bro. Yeah, that's he... all I got. That's all I got. Thank you. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what, Jerry. Thank you, man, for chiming in on that, bro, and, and letting them know how how uh, how you feel about it, bro. Yeah, he was uh, kind of uh, – he was definitely uh, – something was going wrong with him on that day. Maybe he was having a bad day, but uh, he was definitely <laughs> – he was definitely all kind of ways wrong, bro, so. Big Q, I don't know what the man was drinking. I don't know what the man was smoking, but my God, I don't I, – I, I got nothing, Big Q. That's all I can say, man. But uh, but looking looking forward to this draft. I just wanted the Saints to have a successful draft like they did last year when we got Chris Olave and Alante Taylor. I, I I think we're gonna be all right with eight picks. We got. I mean, I like I like what what I'm seeing right there. But and I, and and everybody was talking about draft drafting Henry Hooker. I just don't see it happening, Big U. I told this with uh to Don Seventeen on his channel. And TJ Jones on his channel. I don't see the Saints uh getting uh Hendon Hooker because all these other teams might be getting Hooker before we get them, and we number 29. That's so true. I don't see us getting Hooker in the 29th uh pick in the first round. I just don't see it. Right. Now they're talking about we might draft a quarterback, but that's probably gonna be like when they either either Friday when they have rounds two and three or or Saturday with rounds four. And uh, seven, well, four through seven. So we'll see what we get. I mean, I mean, I, I mean, I, and I wouldn't mind if we take a defensive end or a defensive tackle, you know, somebody to fill that gap. I wouldn't mind if we get an edge linebacker. I mean, I wouldn't mind. I mean, whoever the Saints get in the first round, I'll be satisfied with it. And and we'll just see where we go from there, Big Q. Hey, man, to that old G, bro. Uh, once again, man, appreciate the great takes as always, the good energy. The old G himself, Jerry Poe in the building. Thank you, brother, for chiming in on the coma, man. Thank you, bro. Thank you, Big Q, and, and much love to you and your family. And also, shouts out once again to everybody in the chat. Much love to y'all. Who that to y'all? I love y'all, and ain't nothing y'all can do about it. Y'all be blessed and have a great week. You too, bro. Appreciate you, bro. Peace. All right, peace out. That's OG man kicking it, man. Appreciate the OG chiming in, man. Uh, we got the uh, we got school, my dog school coming up next. What it do, Pimpin? What it do, Pimpin? How you doing, baby, baby? 
Hey, bro, it's been a minute, man. How you doing, brother? It's been a long time. I shouldn't have left you <laughs> <laughs> without a dope beat to step to. You know how it go. That's right. What's what's up with you, big homie? Uh, chilling, bro. Everything good, my man. Good to hear from you as always, my brother. You know that's right. Which, which, I know that's right, bro. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Which, so look, bro. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I I ain't talked to you since Drew retired, Pepin. <laughs> I, I ain't been on the joint since three long ago. It ain't even been too long ago. It's been three long ago for us, bro. It's been a long time, bro. Yeah, what the hell, man? What the hell? I All this, per, per, what you call it, prognostication and, you know, who we going to take, who we going to... Jeff Ireland for president. You know how I feel, baby. There you go. Put, put, put it in the big money man's hands and he going to make it do what it do, right? That's right. Jeff Ireland for president. Scoop, scoop coined that one. Pepin, we ain't got no other reason but to trust in this brass to do their thing, right? That's right. Right now, trusting in the coach to do his thing is a little different. <laughs> it's a little different because old boy a little goofy with it. Yeah. Last year we he came out batting a thousand, didn't he? Yeah, he, he pulled in. What have we been saying? No, no LSU guys for the Saints. No LSU guys for the Saints. What do he do? No Went LSU. grab LSU cats. We was all happy, singing praises like. Kumbaya was, you know, on everybody's mind that last year, this time. It went right. It went wrong very quickly, didn't it? Didn't it, it, was, <laughs> it was exit stage left super fast, right? Old boy just couldn't put it together on the field. And I don't want to be the bearer of, you know, it's too early for all that craziness. I would probably want to spew right now. But he just, um, I don't know. I think the cats took on his, his demeanor last year. They didn't have that. Sean Payton pettiness and aggressiveness and, 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 you know, fortuitiveness. They had none of that, bro. They had all the passivity, all of the uh, tackle a mofo and pick him up. Oh, here you go, buddy. Like, nah, D, that DA type uh, 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 leadership just isn't working for me. But however, however, we're going to trust that, that our boy Ireland Go make it do what it do, and, and we'll give them another chance at it. You know, another... Uh, uh, uh. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Paid actor portrayal. I didn't see it coming. Life can be so unpredictable. After losing my dad, it made me think about my family if something were to happen to me. The mortgage, car payments, and all the other bills. Even things like our annual summer vacation would be out of reach. I had heard about life insurance through Ethos and how easy it was to get coverage. They were right. I knew it was time to stop putting it off and get life insurance right now. I got on my computer and went to ethoslife.com. In just 10 minutes, I was covered. And boom, family protected. 
Thanks to Ethos, my family won't have to worry about the bills if the unpredictable happens to me. Ethos, fast and easy online term life insurance. Up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at ethoslife.com slash audio. That's ethoslife.com slash audio. Chance to write this shit. What you in the in the words of Uncle Paulie, what you think, Q? <laughs> what you think? Uncle Paulie, he he coming up next up. School he he right next after you, brother. So uh, old great Saint Thank Tank. Yeah, but yeah, this, uh, I agree, Scoob, with everything you said, bro. We we were lacking that. And that's the big question I got going into the season. I'm not really concerned about the talent. The Saints, Jeff Ireland, they gonna get that talent together, brother. But can we can we transition it to the field successfully? That's the question that I keep asking everybody. We're going to draft. We're going to do a good job at the draft. We're going to sign some people. But can we translate that into success? That's the biggest – that's my big thing right there. I'm, I'm more, my biggest concern. That's definitely true, bro. That's definitely true. We don't, we don't need him Willie Green in us. I mean, I'm sorry. Too early, Q. Too early. Nah, they nah, just lost right Too early to, nah, to cut on Willie Green. Nah, right on time, bro. You right on time. Oh, I'm bro. sorry. Well, you know, I'm in Sixers heaven right now, so I'm feeling a little, you know. Well, you should, bro. They they give me something to cheer about, not so much on this side of things, my brother. Right, right. My my uh, other side team didn't come to come through for me, so I got to you know stick with my hometown boys. There you go. But yo, so so what? You know, I, I like to take a little stab at it. I know uh, KT is our resident, you know, draft aficionado. Yeah, KT but I mean, bro. not a real stab at it. I'm just saying, if this cat don't get two two D linemen in the first two rounds, I'm done. I'm done because I know we picked up those two Jet guys. But let's let's be honest, we're we're picking them up on potential. It's not necessarily what the track record was, other than they're stout guys against the run. You know, a la shades of our boy uh, Malcolm Brown, mm-hmm. uh, the one dude. But I mean, aside from that, they're not, you know, world beaters. You know, so we're looking at Mozzie and uh, and uh, what's the old boy? I was saying Dancing Bear. I mean, yeah, <laughs> me and Maul was going back. Dancing Bear is like a Pornhub thing, ain't it? Yeah. But no, <laughs> whatever the boy name is, the dancing, whoever, yeah, big, and Mozzie would be. Yeah, Big Eco so, from Baylor, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that would be tremendous. Well, wait, 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 hold up, hold up. Who's the DE out of them two? Uh, both of them defensive tackles. Uh, oh, hell no. So we need a defensive tackle. We need Mozzie. Cause, uh, and then that DE boy, I forget his name, but if we take a DE in the first round and then Mozzie in the second round, God knows if he's there, but. We ain't no strangers to trading up. So, you know, you, if we do that, man, that, that would be great. Aside from that, you know, DA going to want to grab a, 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 a D back. Yeah, I know you against that because we don't need it. And I heard you say that before, like if, recently. But if one fall to you, you know, if one fall he's going to do side, it. Yeah, he's going to pull it. You're going to pull it on. on. He's going to definitely. New Orleans has become D back university these past few years, bro. We are D back you. He's going to grab somebody in the first four rounds, believe it. Right. Yeah. So I mean, you know, and then the fact that we lost Caden, oh my boy, Caden, you know how we opined for that dude in his beginning stages, you know, and then what he developed into, you know, with this on on display, maybe as a re- result of the boy not being healthy uh, uh, all year, but at least, you know, he got his chance. He got his chance to shine. So who do we replace him with? I mean, I heard you allude to it earlier. Do we do we trust uh, the boy we picked up last year? He's got great traits. Yeah, Demarco. 
DeMarco, but I mean, if, if, if we got one game where, or, or a small little stretch there where DeMario or, or, uh, uh, number 20, damn it, uh, goes down, we're done. We're done at the, at the, at the, uh, linebacker position. So again, we're going, we got school. Who? Oh, Zach. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we got Zach Bond. Sure. If we can figure out how to play Zach Bond, he never played with his hands in the dirt in his life. I mean, well, linebackers don't do that, but he's a stand up outside defensive linebacker, you know, outside defensive ends, quasi linebacker in a 3 4 system. He ain't what we employ him as. Trying to make that cat cover somebody is like, you know, I don't even know. It don't even make sense. It doesn't. It, Trying to do toy cook some justice. Like who the hell? Like who? What can we do with that? Like we we have to grab another linebacker, and then we need somebody because on the offensive line we need a guard. We need a guard because I mean, what do you do? We we made the board take a, a pay cut this year to fit back into the squad. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what's his name? Pete. On the left side, your Andrews. boy, the best run blocker we got. Well, Andrews. Yeah, Pete. Pete. We're going to have to get somebody at some point to start uh, 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 grooming them for that left that left guard position. That's true. Yeah, and you know how we do. We draft trench players. That's right. So it seems like we draft trench, we draft D-backs, and, and, and uh, everybody else be damned. It's like, you know, no luck. You know, Ireland's our guy, but it has been hit or miss. You know, we – Employ, you know the, the 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 fact that we got Alvin, the fact that we got a uh, uh, old boy last year Olave. You know those were some great picks. But aside from that, all we get is superstar trench players and then very good D backs. We don't do anything other than that. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you got D sitting on top of the team, bro. Defensive man. Uh, do we give the offense everything they need? You know, that's the question. Do you see it. Hmm. Hmm. So, yeah, yes, interesting. You make a great point, Scoob. Defensive line is, will be a good place to go with, with at least two of the top three picks. Yeah, they got to double up, bro. They got to double up. Because ever since Malcolm Brown and and and, um, and Sheldon left, we've been nothing in the interior, bro. Yeah. No pass rush, no no fortuitiveness, no run stopping. We've been diving down and down and down. And we put all that money into Onyemata because maybe his drafts, you know, he was a little bit lower in the draft, so his payout would have been a little different. So yes. instead of investing in the uh, unhealthy, Rankins. most of the time, Sheldon Rankins, right, we go for the cheaper guy who could develop into that. But, you know, they, they both lost They both lost one stalwart uh, that made them great was Nick Fairley. Yes. Nick Fairley gave gave Rankins game, and and Rankins kind of uh, 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 spurred on Onyemata because he was his competition. Yes. Yep. After that was gone, it was over. Right. It was over. We ain't been nothing in the middle ever since. Yeah. They you know. Do, well, they what well, added these other guys? You're right. It's we we seen what Saunders does and Shepard. Man, is still we, we we anticipate they'll be better. You know. We'll, we'll just have to see. They they still is the line defensive line still a work in progress. Yeah, yeah. All right, bro. Well, I'm a, I know you said you had strict uh, timeline for seven thirty, and you know we know you lie like that most of the time. <laughs> but <laughs> but you know I just wanted to get it in, man. Get my two my two and a half cents, and you know try to use less twenty five cent words as I possibly can. <laughs> try to get it down with you. You know what I'm saying? Let, let's talk some smack, but. 
Well, I don't know, man. I, I just hope we have a great draft and then Atlanta doesn't become who we're not thinking they can become because they doing they due diligence and making it work over there right now. In the offseason, they winning on paper. Yeah, Carolina looking pretty good too. Yeah, we we gotta we gotta keep up, man. We gotta make sure we we make the right moves. So, yeah, it's true, they bro. They serious, bro. They serious. They serious. It's true. All right, bro. So it's been good hollering at you. I just wanted to call in and and, and bust it up with the Coma fam. And uh, I want to tell you I love you and keep doing what you do, baby. Same to you, my brother. Appreciate you. Good to hear from you, brother. You need not to be a, a stranger, bro. Sean, man, oh, man, it's always good to listen. Oh, I'm, to trying, I'm trying to make it work in this depression on set. I'm trying to come up with like 19 different streams of income from 35 different places. <laughs> well, if anybody <laughs> going to do, do it, baby. If, if anybody going to do it, it's going to be you, school. Let me tell you. You know how I do, baby. It's going to be you, bro. You're going to make it work. Right, I promise better. you that much. All right, my brother. I uh, appreciate you, bro. I'm going to get at you. Much much love. Yes, bro. sir. Much love. Who that? Who that? That's Brother Scoop chiming in, man. You know, that's the man right there. Always good to hear uh, him chime in, bro. Love that brother, man. Much love to him. We got Uncle Paulie chiming in next. Uh, Uncle Paulie, are, are you, can you hear me, sir? How you doing? What'd you say, QBQ and fam? What's, what's up? What's up there, Uncle Paulie? How you doing, brother? It's it's been it's been it's been a, it's been a while, but I, I I'm like a good uh, New York strip steak. I've been simmering in them onions and all that gravy and that, that, that you know that loaded potato is ready. I'm ready to do it. That sweet tea, come on, what you got? Thank <laughs> you, you Sweet. You making me Sway. hungry? Then. Hey, shout, <laughs> shout out to you, fam. Thank you, man. How uh, how y'all doing over there, man? Everything good. We do good. That's the why, man. We we ready, Q. We ready now. But 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 again, you, you know, I, I, you don't be. I, I, I'm, I'm optimistic this year. I'm not being pessimistic. I'm optimistic. <laughs> but man, we 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 uh, uh, Pete Carmichael, look, they they got to get the office calling planes together. Q, this don't make no sense, man. That and that's the only thing. I know I like some of the picks we've got in the Saints. We got in the offseason. Don't get me wrong, quarterback and all that. But Q, I'm still looking at. I hope it don't happen. What Derek Carr goes out there and gets hurt out five, six game, and guess what? We got to go back to Jameis Winston, and we know Jameis Winston and and and, and Dennis Allen ain't had two rows of you know relationship the past two years, you know. So it's just you just you just got to look out for them thing, you know. And so that's why Q, I don't know if you got your little your little draft board up there, but I really like. I think his name is. O'Shea Torrance out of Florida Gators. They need oh, to get that young Osiris, man. Yeah. We need another guard. We need another guard. Osiris, okay. Yeah, we need Torrance. another guard. Right. I'm not I'm not sold on that because you, you saw last year, Q, we had a plethora of injuries on that interior, man. Yeah. I think I think one time, I think what, about all five uh, uh, guards, uh, tackle and center, I think all five positions had suffered injuries. For uh, uh, you know, a certain length of time, we got to shoot that interior. Q, what you think? You're right. Uh, absolutely. Um, great points made by you and School made mention of the fact that Andrews Pete hadn't played a full season in a while, bro. And uh, Osiris Torrance is from down here, uh, from out of oh, yeah, yeah, he's got it. Yeah, he's he's what, listed. About six four, six five, three thirty, three thirty five. That's yeah, a big bar, six, Q. Yeah, about six five, three thirty. He enlisted as the best guard in the draft, so. If he falls to the Saints at 29, man, that would be a massive steal. And plus, 
You anchor it's your not, line over the next 10 years. Not. Yeah, man, we need, we need to do that. We need to do that, man. Like I said, like I, said, like I, said I, I don't know if you got your board up, but that, that, that's what I would do. If I was in the draft room with Dennis Allen and Carmichael and Luma, I said, get Torrance from Florida. Get that big boy. Now, my second round pick, I would go with Hendon Hooker if he's still there. Hendon, okay. Even though, even though Q, I know we got Carl, I know we got Jabez, I know we got uh, 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 Taysom Hill in a pinch. You know, I hope that don't happen, but Q, you know, you know what, the past 10, 50 years, the Saints have been just pummeled, pummeled with injuries right after, right after one, right after another. It was the offensive line, uh, 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 Marshawn Lattimore at corner, somebody at safety, just all, you can just take your pick, every position we, even that wide receiver one time. Like everybody was going down, like a mash unit out there, man. You know, but I, I to me, I would get him and hook. I like that kid, man. I really do what you think. Yeah, I agree, bro. I, I, even Cam, like I made mention of several times, that Cam Jordan made mention of drafting Hendon Hooker. I think um, the Saints have uh, like a factuation with these Tennessee players. We get a lot of productive guys out of Tennessee. Hendon Hooker would, would be one of the best ones we got out of there since uh, Elvin Kamara, man. We got Alante Taylor and guys like that here. But the only issue is with his stock rising, would you be able to grab him at four? He got to be high on the Saints uh, power board of players that's, uh, that he starts scratching off as time goes. But they've but the re, the reality is Saints still, we know the core needs is the defensive line position. We need at least two uh, interior defensive linemen in the draft, you know, perhaps uh, one high, one late. And then, of course, we'll bring in some undrafted guys. But you're right, Uncle Paul, that we, uh, if I say, and it's just me and this how I feel, I know Hendon Hook is the uh, top three Quarterback mm-hmm. in the draft. This guy is a top three quarterback in this draft. If he was totally healthy, I believe. I just, I just think you know. I, I think they're gonna take. Uh, I think Carolina gonna take uh, CJ. I think they're gonna take Big Boy because I think they want to keep a big quarterback. If you notice, Carolina over the past, you know, Cam uh, had Cam Newton. Well, he was six five, two twenty five. I don't think they want no, you know, no little man. So, you know, you know, I think, I think, I think, you know, the old boy out of Alabama, uh, his name slipping out. Yeah, I think he's going to slide a little bit because he's, he's at six feet and at two, you know, at 100 and 215 pounds. Mm-hmm. Man, you know, most of these teams want to get back to them big quarterback. You call it a little more du- durable. What you think? Yeah, I would say, like I said, I think Bryce Young, even though I think C.J. Strode is really good. He's a really good quarterback, strong, right. arm, yeah. really good quarterback. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. But I, I'm just just me, and I've seen I've seen more Bryce Young uh, film. Well, I actually watched Bryce Young in games with Alabama mm-hmm. and what he was able to do uh, oh. from the quarterback position. And then I watched C.J. Strode. Yeah, I know, but he's, he's <laughs> man. He's fantastic, bro. He's fantastic. You know, Both of them are, but six, I don't know. Four, six, five, yeah, 35 defensive tackles now, right. you know. Right. Well, that, well that's the, the head coach said they, they like the tall quarterback, so it's it's kind of yeah. some uh, question on whether which way they're going to go with it, either Strode or Young, man, but Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. 
So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You know, I just think Bryce Young. Watch out. Watch out for Will Levis, too. I think think people sleeping on Will Levis. I think he's he's a quality quarterback. Yeah, his stock is falling in the draft, too. A lot of people see Will Levis' stock falling. I've seen drafts where a lot of people believe that the first round will have about five quarterbacks. That's what they're saying. Take him with Bryce Young and Stroll going. Anthony Richardson going, going to be in there. Will Levis going. And then if uh, four go inside of the top, what, 15, then that leaves, what, hook at the top of the, the totem pole for oh, that. Yeah. And they got more. And you can see one of the back-end teams uh, more than likely trying to pick him, like taking a guy like Stroll, I mean, uh, like Hendon uh, Hooker. I could see that happening. But I don't know if he falls to 40 because I let me see. Let me pull up the draft because you got a lot of teams that can reach out and put do it. Do it. And why you, why you looking at that? You know who I go with the, the third round? I think uh, still, you know, still kind of working on offense because, like I said, the, the Saints defense, if the offense would have helped him out, even that, that year with Tracy Simeon back there, if we'd had more offense, we'd have won at least two or three more games, Q. It's just the offense kept stinking it up. Going out there three and out, three and out, three and out. Couldn't you're fourth and three. Can't pick it up. You, you know, if you do pick it up, you got a hold in a face mask pin and you lose it down. This this crazy stuff, man. Because you had a lack on the offensive line and you had a lack of quarterback. And I'm so glad they didn't resign Andy Dalton. I could just turn a backflip, man. I was so glad to see him gone. But but the third pick, I like that uh that young and young running back. Well, two of them actually that uh that Bajan, I think it's Bajan, Bajan, uh, 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 Robinson out of Tennessee, and Q. You know, you know, I, you know, New I love New Orleans. I'm miss, talking about the run, Mississippi, the running back. I love New Orleans. Yeah, that Bajan, Bajan from Texas, uh, uh, from te- from uh from Texas. Yes, yeah. Robinson. I like the John Robinson. I like right. him. And you know, I'm New Orleans. Hey man, I like that Charbonnet kid too. Yeah, me too. Can't go wrong with Charbonnet. <laughs> what you think, you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. They're like hokey guys, uh, you know, hokey guys. Uh, you gotta play for the Saints every day like that. Come on, cute. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, they they like Zach Charbonnet. I could tell. Um, I like Charbonnet, man. man. He, 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 he runs. He gets that ball, man. Because, like you said, we don't know what we're looking at Alvin Kamara, man. Might be five games suspension. Or they might do them like this. Deshaun might spin him a little. We don't know how that's gonna go, Q. So we don't want no flux, you know, with the running back. So we didn't have trials and tribulations in that area too. What you think? This is true. I mean, uh, three running back rotation, a serious one where you miss when you missing Elvin Kamara, and uh, you could be missing him for multiple weeks. I mean, six to eight weeks oh. could it could be. And then you got yeah. Jamal Williams oh, yeah. there, but having yeah. a good running back. Right. Uh, you know what you can do like to do is like, stick it to us real good yeah. you know shoot yeah so you got if you can get a good one and they got a ton of really good running backs in this draft the Saints don't have to get one early they can get one toward the third fourth fifth round somewhere in there third or fourth round would be nice because they have yeah. a guy there that it potentially could serve I mean you got a you got your you know whatever you want the Ty J Spears the Zach Charbonnet's 
guys like that. I talked about uh, Chase Brown from Illinois. We talked about the Lewis Nichols, the third. Uh, they got a, a, a Mo Ibrahim. If you don't, if you're not familiar with some of these running backs, I invite y'all to look them up. Some of these guys more than likely will go anywhere between like the fourth, fifth round, somewhere up the third, the fourth, the fifth round guys. But these Brown are really remind good, me of Mark really Ingram. I think he's a little more quicker and a little more stronger though. Who, who's I like one? Brown. The running back Brown, you just mentioned. Oh yeah, oh Chase Brown. Yeah, they, they got a Chase really, Brown. Yeah, they got a really I like bunch him. Of good, good running he's real backs, strong. Man. Yeah, they real fantastic running backs. The Saints could add, man. They got a duality yeah. to them. So yeah, this this is a good draft for us, man. I, I like it, it, it. I like Quentin Johnston, a wide receiver. He's real Michael Thomas ish. I like that. Yeah, Quentin. And yeah, he's going to get him I think. I think in case you have any issues with Michael Thomas, you have Olave, you have Johnson, you have Rasheed, 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 Rasheed. So we can't have a bunch of injuries at wide receiver like we did the past two years, man. You know, that was just terrible at time, man. You know, and then you get guys in there dropping balls and, you know, don't know where they're at, don't know where to play. Like I said, I, I practice taxi squad. Has, has been, was kind of, it was better on the show, paid, but, uh, but uh, Dennis Allen is just not working, Q. It's just not working. What you think? Yeah, he, he got to improve as a head coach. I think the talent's going to be there. The talent was there last year. He got to make better decisions. You got to get smarter with, with his, his control metrics and taking it, you know, hiring really good uh, uh, assistance of coaches around him. He can pull information from Stop being so uh, uh, ego-filled Stop. and making these dumb decisions. You 30 gold. You want to kick the field goal. Man, try to punch it in with the pullback. Stop doing that, Dennis Allen. Kiwi, I mean, you fussed, I don't know how many times. Like, why is he punting the ball? Why he won't uh, at least go for the field goal? That's stupid to do that. Heart, showing you know? showing not, not that much faith in your, your offense. And then again, the offense wasn't yeah. showing much for it to have faith in. And that was strictly because of him with his decision making at the QB position or non decision making at the QB position. Yeah. So that's, that's a part oh, of it. But he's he, he coming there with a spot and throw the ball at the RPO package. Every time, guess what? You know, you did a thousand times. Even Sean every time Taysom Mill tried out there, everybody in, in the stadium know, guess what? Taysom going to run the ball. That's just so old yeah, and tired. Yeah, Come on. Yeah, no discipline to stick to the, to the, to the pass, to play the pass that was open. But a lot of that I can't put too much on it on the play caller in terms of being the the, uh, uh, the offensive coordinator. How many of those times did we yeah. see that play run with Taysom Hill had an opportunity to throw the ball and pull it down and try to run with it? Because there was times where he was in the position like he was going to throw, didn't go through his possession uh, his uh, progressions. He just pulled the ball down and took off with it. So how much of that is Taysom Hill? You know, so scared he was going to throw a pit cue. Did, did that, don't have he don't he never had no touch on the ball. Never had. No, he didn't. You know, he, man, it's just he, that really hurt him. If he did had yeah. some touch, he you know, I mean, he drove if he could at least been Steve Bono, man, we've been doing good, man. man he, you remember Steve Bono? Yeah, I remember Steve Bono. He could throw the ball, man. At least he could throw. You know. All right, but well, yeah, man. Yeah. Well, oh, oh, I right. just, man, it's Hold good, on, Paul, man. I, just, I, mean, I want to just give you a shout out, Uncle Paulie. Good to hear from you, Scoob, Uncle Jerry. And the rest of the family yes, members, brother Jerry, Glad everybody be for being up in here talking to me, man. I'm about to cut the stream off in a couple minutes. Yes, it's always good to hear from your uncle Paul, man. Like the old gang is getting back together. And Q, we still listen. I've been been in New Orleans. It's gonna be my second run down there. We still need to do that family barbecue now. Yeah, we, yeah this year's got to, we gotta do something, bro. I'm gonna put something together, bro. I know this year. I've been several big old projects I've been working on like a madman, man. That's what the that what Lil called me said. 
Big suede out there with the music. Yeah, you right, man. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. I'm out there telling We're jokes. Do it, man. Wait, I'm gonna I'm do, I'm do my stand-up routine, hey, I, do a I, couple impersonations. I'm bring my sauces to help make the gumbo. We can, we can do, we can do it, Q. We can do it. There you go. All right, Uncle Paulie, thank you, man. Right. Much love to you. Appreciate thank you, you, brother. That's Uncle Paulie, man. Shout out to him and his wife, man, for chiming in the stream as usual. Appreciate Uncle Paulie and uh, for representing. But listen, fam, I like thank everybody for joining me for this episode of the Coma, man. Y'all know I gotta. 730 stream. School put me on point. Said I'd be like, you know, you, you say you're gonna do something, you don't be doing it, homie. You don't you gonna stop at 730, man. You know you be lying. <laughs> well, see, he put me on point, so I gotta do it. So anyway, listen, I thank everybody for joining me on the stream. Uh please feel free to subscribe. If you're not a subscriber, please feel free to share the show and like the show, add it on your social media feed. It helps, it helps us out as well. So also feel free to check out some of our uh, our new uh, sponsors that we got uh, that's in the description section, uh, Outlaw Organic Body Products, and they are completely chemical and aluminum-free. You know, the side effects and harms that comes with that stuff. They have a full product line. You can get 20% off just by clicking a link and see and tell them that uh, Big Q in the Sports Coma sent you. Also, VPN, Express VPN, you can get three months free by clicking the link, and that's for virtually your virtual privacy network where you can roam around and have all your privacy online. That's a big thing, and everybody should have that. So you click the link, you get three months uh, off with uh, the link below. Also, a few things for the family members. Y'all want to check out the Pro Shop. The links is in the description section below. Please feel free to subscribe to our new music channel, the 24-7 365 Pro Cafe is activated, man. It is live. The link is uh, uh, it's actually in the community section. You can go there and click on the link. Pro Cafe is live. You can help out the stream there. Also, please feel free. We'll be rolling out Pro TV, which is our latest uh, uh, network, Pro TV, with all the we have uh, multiple content creators that will be added to that. So if you're a content creator and you've been content creating for at least a year, uh, please feel free to contact us. Uh, you can go to the who and scroll down to the banner. You can click the link and it'll give you information of what we're looking for. We also looking for article writers, people who are, who know how to write or write articles. You can feel free to join us there as well on the stream. Thank you, LaChandra, uh, for hitting that subscribe button. Much love to you. Appreciate you for that. And thank all of you guys for what you do, family, for what you do. And we got a lot of great stuff coming down the pipe, man. So, yeah, it's all because of you and which and, and your support. So much love to the fam. I appreciate y'all, man. And I'll be hollering at y'all on the flip side. Much love and who that. Yeah. Huh? Boogie like Benson, I'm a who that. I'm a who that. Long as I'm living, I'm, I'm a who that. I'm a who that. <laughs> Lose all winning, I'm a who that. Sports coma, yeah, this is where we do that. Where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that. Boogie like this, and I'm a who that. I'm a who that. Sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Somebody please better help. Running this thing like elf. Thank God every day I'm not a fel. Go to YouTube live with Big Q and the guys. If you ain't ride or die, the bandwagon get flipped. Been marching in, that was way for the ring. I was yelling out your shame for the championship. Fucking on town, duck down. Falcons, pluck, get shut down. Panthers ain't much. 
touchdown. touchdown. The vision really blown to us now. So much hate on the Saints, you could probably tell. Ever since Bounty Gate hit the NFL, when things seem fishing and you probably smell the crooked referees are Roger Goodell. Yeah. like this, and I'm a who that. Every day I'm living, I'm a who that. Lose or winning, I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that. Boogie like this, and I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. Sponsored by ExpressVPN. Sending data over an encrypted internet connection is like sending a postcard that everybody can see. When you're connected to an unencrypted network, whether that's your phone, your computer, your tablet, your TV, etc., you're sending countless pieces of really precious data that can be seen or intercepted by all, all sort of parties before it reaches its intended destination. But a VPN or a virtual private network creates a secure tunnel between your device and the internet. In other words, it puts an envelope around your postcard so they can't sneak a peek at your private correspondence. The ExpressVPN protects you from spies who use your data for their own nefarious purposes. ExpressVPN prevents your ISP from seeing your private browsing activity. It also stops governments and large corporations and websites that constantly surveil you and harvest your data for their own agendas. ExpressVPN gives you unrestricted access to all parts of the internet so you can watch shows in other countries and even get certain discounts. So to get ExpressVPN, just click the link below. When you use the Pelican Postscan report, you get three, that's right, three months free of ExpressVPN. Hit the link now and get connected. TSC Unleashed is available on YouTube. Find TSC Unleashed. All the latest news, football, basketball, boxing, and entertainment news. We cover it all on TSC Unleashed. Every week, please feel free to subscribe to TSC Unleashed. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.